Hey Carmen, I'm gonna need you to make like Cheryl Sandberg and lean into the mic because apparently my charisma is overpowering you. You're just too damn loud, Sam. I was so drunk the last time. To be fair, it was my birthday eve. <laughs> I apologize. I was really, really sweaty. Oh, your birthday eve, eh? My birthday eve, eh? All right. All right. Well, you know what time it is, Carmen? Time to talk shit for an hour? Uh, about ghosts? About ghosts? Hell yeah! I'm Santa. And I'm Carmen. And this is... Looking, Looking for Supernatural Occurrences and Haunted Places Quest. vouch for any of these as taking place on Thanksgiving, even though the, every single person claimed that they did. I low-key don't believe them. Any of them. Because Thanksgiving is just such not a haunted it's holiday. It's so not a, It's so wholesome. I mean, it's besides so, the genocide. I mean, the genocide's pretty haunted. It's definitely haunting a lot of people to this day. Yeah. It's definitely haunting America's history to this day. It haunts our cultural values. But, um, besides that... Yeah. There's, I just don't really... I know, that, like, ghosts on Thanksgiving, it that's, like... incorrect. It's, that's, like, having, like, I don't know, like, um... I don't know, like, a, a gang war at your, like, 16th birthday party. It's hey, just, like, not realistic. Don't like, knock it till you've tried it. Maybe, I mean, I'm sure that's happened. I was struggling to find a good... But, like, Thanksgiving <laughs> is so wholesome. Like, the Christmas ghost, the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah. we, we, that's, like, in, in Christmas Carol. You know, we already have the ghosts of yeah. Christmas past. There's no ghosts what about this, for Thanksgiving. What about the ghosts of Thanksgiving past? What about the genocide, Carmen? <laughs> I don't know. I got no genocide stories in here. Um, wow. Both because uh, I, I just didn't find that anywhere. I didn't hear any stories about that. And then also I feel like uh, people who have experienced that aren't posting that shit on the internet. You know? The Thanksgiving ghost? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask Reddit. I mean, they're gonna ask r slash ghost and r slash paranormal. Like, I mean, that's what I'm gonna gonna give you guys. Mark my words now when you hear this podcast, people. I will be going to post on Reddit either tonight or tomorrow if I forget tonight. (laughs) Or later this week if I forget in general and someone reminds me via email. Okay. But, um, at hauntedplacesquest.gmail.com. But, um, yeah. So this is why I have to lean in, Carmen. <laughs> Talk louder than me. All right, so... Well, yeah, I wasn't done. Go ahead. Santa, what the fuck? <laughs> so we had a conversation, guys, before this, because I don't know if you heard the episode that Santa posted today, but uh, she I posted a week late because I was, couldn't bear to listen to it. She was uh, screaming the entire time. I was really drunk. I could not get a word in edgewise. It was my birthday eve. At one point, her roommate came home. We were like, Riley, tell us a ghost story. Oh, God, she wouldn't shut it. the fuck up. I had to at some point be like, let Riley tell his story. <laughs> I'm sorry. My <laughs> Zoloft that I recently started is getting me so much drunker than I've ever gotten in my life. And I have had a high alcohol tolerance for years. And I can't, I, I, I haven't yet adjusted to having to sip slower 
to fit my new metabolism. So we've which adjust- is now even faster. We have adjusted, uh, and we're only drinking one bottle of wine. Yeah, Carmen was literally like, I'm not bringing two over tonight. Her dad called her and told her that she needed to sit closer to the mic, which is why I keep bringing that up. Because I'm starting over. Again, in my defense, it was my birthday eve, but totally to my conviction. Yeah. Like, but it's okay. I, I was a fucking annoying. You which were, is why I didn't upload it for a week, okay? It was embarrassing. She knew. I was embarrassed. But um, this week we're doing better. We're going to be more conscientious listeners and speakers. I'm going to talk louder. You think you're going to be normal and I'm going to be better and more conscientious? Speaker. I'm going to like yell more and Santa's going to yell less. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. And we're going to we'll try to see. reach an equilibrium here. Yeah, that's always the goal, is it not? Now to save man. <laughs> All right, so. Take us, wait. What? I'm going to share my theory first. Oh, yeah. Okay, go for it. Yeah, and then or a fact, technically. We did discuss this, but I immediately forgot what yeah. we Yeah, no, it's okay. I also forgot until just this moment. So I want to talk about this idea that I read about on Reddit quite recently. And, in fact, I hadn't heard of this theory before, but it seems like something that I would have heard about user, And it was just a normal thing for them to be in there. And then about a half hour later, uh, and out of nowhere... They heard a loud, a loud crash. It sounded like a car crash, or maybe something like a loud metal object falling through the house, and it was coming from upstairs. So they're like, "What the fuck is that?" We were upstairs. We saw what was up there. Nobody's here. Yeah. Uncle left a half hour ago. So they go upstairs, and in the doorway of the door that had previously been locked was a neon green fi- figure. A neon green figure. Yes. So this, they described it as being so similar to the Flying a, Dutchman. Just so we're all, oh my god, Spongebob? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they were born in 1990, so I guess they were only 10 years old when this occurred, and Spongebob was very much in their lexicon. Yeah. Okay. Just so we can all backtrack a little bit here, because I know I got lost in that. Yeah. Um, what is happening is... There's a family living in a commune, but the commune is empty but for them. So they're one of the only families on the lot. So, Santa, we're going back to the... There's one... Think of Healdsburg. There's one house where people actually live, and then there's a bunch of other little houses that nobody really lives in. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So they're on the abandoned lot. They're the only people inhabiting it. And so these kids are watching TV. We are on the same page here now, Carmen. These kids are watching TV in one of these, like, houses that's not occupied. Yeah. And they heard... We know that there's, like, TVs and things. Well, there was stuff there because somebody lived there at some point, you know? But then they just left? Yeah. You know, they got bored. They went somewhere else. They went to their other house. They went to stay with their mom, you know? Yeah. Like, shit happens. I mean, I guess. But, like, then your neighbor's kids can just come in and use it? No, these people are all part of the same family. (laughs) Okay. They're all part of the same family. I'm like, I don't have a large family, so I'm, like, not getting this. Anyway, go on, Carmen. So this kid and his cousin are watching TV. Yeah. Nobody else is in this their, particular like, dwelling. Second uncle's house or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They hear a loud crash upstairs. They go upstairs where they had explored it's previously. Upstairs and this shit. Damn. It's a house. It's a small house. Multiple houses on the same Yes. Which is not like Hillsburg. Yes, it is. There's not multiple houses. Yes, there is. Well, there were. They're all burned down now. Yeah. But. There were multiple houses. I've only ever been in one of them. We st- there 
people, different people stayed in different houses on the property. Oh, I guess I never saw the other ones. Like, I stayed in one. There was one that uh, Greta and Alex stayed in because they were dating, the so they had, like, privacy. Yeah, I only ever stayed in the main house. There was, like, tons of different places Anyways, to stay. this is not interesting to our listeners. They don't know Healdsburg. Anyway. It's gone. They see a Sorry, green figure it's, it's in, this, really in this room that had been previously like locked. Like Dutchman. Yes, a green glowing figure. That's whack. And they were staring at them. It was, like, hanging halfway out of the locked door, and they the door was cracked open, and they could see that the torso stopped where the, like, room started. So I was going to ask if it was the seahorse half or the, the like, top-heavy The top half. half. But then you said the torso, so yes. I have to assume the latter. The, the pirate half. The pirate half, not the seahorse half. Um, so anyway, they both screamed, freaked the fuck out, and ran back to the main house, and everyone was like, oh, ha, ha, kids. But no. Um, but they stand by it to this day. And uh, it will haunt them forever. So, yep. I mean, it will haunt them forever because if they haven't seen it again, it's clearly not haunting them forever. Yeah, but the idea of it will yeah. haunt them forever. So they stone tape affect their own minds. I, sure. Yeah, they should. Sure. Did. Sure. sure. Stone tape effect, just to remind any listeners. Oh my god. Tuning in now is the idea that paranormal occurrences are imprints of strong emotional or traumatic events left upon a place where they occurred. It's called the stone tape effect because you can think of it as being an idea or traumatic energy that's imprinted upon an area, much like a tape recorder records audio onto a cassette. Okay. Do you want me to tell you my next story? Tell me your next story, Carm. Okay. So then this one is also from Reddit. It is by Killer Orange Cat. And this is called The Barn. This is actually not a paranormal story. It's just spooky. Tell me. Well, okay. Okay, tell it. And it also takes place on Thanksgiving. Is it related to the Stone Tape effect? I don't think that it is. No quartz or crystal involved? I don't believe so. Okay, do it. So, uh, this is something that happened when this person was a teenager. Their grandparents had a small farm located in a small hollow. I don't know what that means. It wasn't a commercial farm, just something for them to, like, grow their own food. Um, so as they grew older, they stopped using the barn, and it just kind of sat there and was in disrepair, and they used it for storage mainly. So for Thanksgiving, um, this person was 15, and they were not down to hang with the adults in their family. I'm sure any teenager can relate. You were just just like, this. fuck this, I just, I'll be by myself rather yeah. than be with these people. Oh my god, my mom's family is crazy, and my dad's family is like mostly boring until they're drunk. And then they're hilarious. And regardless of how much you love your family, any teenager, I think, can relate to just, yeah. like, not wanting mm-hmm. to be at mm-hmm. grandma's house for the holiday. I don't have grandparents, so I wouldn't, couldn't speak to that experience. Uh, so this person, this 15-year-old kid, there's a long time till Thanksgiving. Uh, like, several hours or several days? Oh, wait, hold up. Actually, they'd already eaten Thanksgiving. Oh. They <laughs> ate dinner. That certainly is a long time, a whole 364 no, days. No, no. They ate dinner at 2 p.m. So that's a normal Thanksgiving time. I don't that's know so early. No, okay, 4 p.m. is in my family always. 4 p.m. Is, nor- is okay. 5 p.m. is normal. Anything after that is late. Anything before that is too early. Yeah, 7 p.m. is whack. We're doing Thanksgiving far too late. Yeah, but... But we're not even doing Thanksgiving this year. We're FaceTiming Thanksgiving. 
Alright, anyway. <laughs> that was for Carter's dad. It's 2 p.m. <laughs> um, so th- this person's like, what the fuck am I going to do all day? So they go to wander in the woods. Their child? 15. They can't get drunk yet. Sad. I mean, they could, but mm. not uh, with permission <laughs> in most families. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. So they're, they're like, I'm going to the woods. Bye. <laughs> okay, oh, same. But remember Thanksgiving when oh, we were yeah. kids? We used to go sneak out and smoke weed in the, in the woods. In the woods. Then we'd go back and get second rounds. Great. Yeah, it was great. So, um. It was a Thanksgiving party when you were at your place. No, we didn't. What was that party? Christmas Day. Oh. We used to always. We, always, we did one last year. Not this year, though. I haven't been home on Christmas in years. Yeah. Um, so this person's in the woods, uh, they got kind of lost in the woods, and then it's dark out, and then they find their way back home, but they're not ready to go home yet, so he's like, oh, check out the barn. Uh, so the barn is creepy, uh, but as a teenage boy, he loves scary things. So he went in to check it out, and it had a heavy wooden lock but it wasn't, but they were able to pull the wood beam up and open the barn door. It made a horrible, loud, creepy noise, and he knew that his grandparents hadn't been in there for years. So... Okay, that, my door makes a horrible, loud, creepy noise every time I fucking close it, and I've certainly been in my room multiple times today, so I'm not, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm saying that doesn't necessarily make it so. Correlation is not causation. I mean, we'll see what you have to say about some stuff that happens later. I see that it's not paranormal, it's spooky. Please continue. So it's pitch black, but this person, whenever this happened, it was soon enough ago that they had a smartphone with a flashlight on it. Okay. So they're using it's their... It's 2008 plus. They're using their phone flashlight and, like, looking around at all of the shit in there. There's a lot of tools in there, a lot of sharp things, a lot of stuff hanging up. A lot of sharp things. But there was one small hatchet lying on a workbench. It was discolored, and upon closer inspection, this person realized that it was dried blood. I knew you were going to say that. How did I know? Is it because I read too much Reddit? Yeah. So at first, he writes it off. Why, why would you write off? I'm sorry. Let me explain to you okay. why he writes it why off. Why did he write it off? Carmen, tell me. I because need to know. his grandparents often would kill chickens and pigs and stuff. Are his grandparents sociopaths? It's a farm, Santa. Gross and backwards. This is very normal. Very strange. So uh, he's just like, whatever. They probably used it to kill an animal and then never cleaned I it. I thought it came in the saran wrap. So the barn had a loft that was filled with hay, and he decided to check the, climb the ladder and check it out. While he was buried in hay, uh, he saw something reflecting off the light, and so he went down to check that out. Going over to it, uh, he started moving the hay, and then screamed when the empty eye sockets of a long-dead corpse were staring directly back at him. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm gonna need you to repeat that whole last sentence. What? So he's laying in this pile of hay, right? After finding a bloody hatchet, okay? Yeah, and then he sees something down, back in, downstairs. In, in pitch so darkness? So he starts to, that's shiny, yeah, because he's got his flashlight on. Right, his camera phone. Yeah, and yeah. so he sees something reflecting, and he's like, oh, I'll go check it out. But then as soon as he starts moving the hay, which he had been laying in, to, like, get down, back down the ladder, he sees the empty eye sockets of a long, dead corpse staring back at him. From within the hay? Yes, from within a the hay. A human corpse. That he is also in. A human corpse. Yes. He didn't smell that? 
No, so it's long dead. So it's yeah, like but like that shit fully decayed. Ew, like skeleton. Skeleton. Ew, okay. So uh, he almost dies, like falling out of the loft, and then runs back to the barn. He rushes into the house, told, tells his grandparents and his parents, and then his dad is like, "Let me check it out." He goes to check it out. Everyone calls the cops, and the cops come. There's no corpse. No, the body had been in the loft for about three years, and it had several hatchet wounds. So the police told them the hatchet was the murder weapon. So he had both held a murder weapon and found a dead body on this Thanksgiving. Oh my god, that's crazy. I wonder, did his grandparents do it? No, it was... They were probably too elderly. It was long after, like, if it was only three years old, it was long after they had stopped using the barn. Yeah, that's so strange. Like, also the fact that a murder was just committed on their property... Yep. That's the stone teeth effect, baby. That barn's gonna be haunted for ages. Yup. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not gonna do my last story, so because it's boring, so I'm done. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> We're good. keeping it short. We're and keeping sweet it short and sweet. sweet tonight. We're getting right to the good stuff. Stone tape effects, hauntings, dead Thanksgiving. That have nothing to do with Thanksgiving, but our hauntings on the Thanksgiving. They, all of these have happened on Thanksgiving. The last one was the most Thanksgiving-y, shockingly. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were all together as a family eating a meal. I mean, so was the second one. Yeah, but that one was just like, they, were they watching Spongebob? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Were they getting high for the first time ever? Probably. They were 10 and 11, so... They, you said 15. No, that's the one that we just listened to. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> confusing things. Alright, well, on the theme of Thanksgiving for this week... What do we have? I want to just give a shout-out, first of all, to Denmark. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Second of all, Switzerland. Really? I mean... Yeah, maybe I mean Sweden. Uh-oh. We don't know. We're not sure. We've actually both you traveled member, in Europe. Are you a member of a Nordic country who listens to our show? Let us know which Nordic country you're from <laughs> at hauntedplacesquest at gmail.com. But I want to say, truly, we are so grateful for the people that listen to us. Because we why don't know why are you doing We this? don't know why you would. Why would you put yourself through this? But we are... I, yeah. Are you a masochist? Sometimes when I'm, like, tripping too hard, I like to listen to our podcast because it makes me feel like I'm talking to you. Yeah. But, like, that's the only use case that oh, I can no. imagine. Absolutely no other reason. Yeah, there's no other reason that I can imagine anyone would want to listen to us yeah. by choice. So thank you, Sweden. Thank you, Denmark. Thank you, Switzerland. Thank you, Nordic countries at large. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, to Carmen's parents. <laughs> and whoever the fuck who wrote the mean review. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for giving us a shot, even though we failed you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You gave us a shot, nonetheless, and I think that speaks volumes about your character. Also, I will just say, whoever wrote this review, they said they would listen to us in a couple of years once we got our shit together. <laughs> Assuming that <laughs> we, we would ever, ever get our shit That's together. Hilarious. Assuming that's a priority. Yeah. Assuming that this hasn't been going on for four, four years, years and it's yeah. just as bad. Oh yeah, I know. And he also reviewed the first episode of this season, which I think was like probably one of our stronger episodes at large. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, one of our best, better. Episodes. You know what I can point to? It's been okay. That other good one. I never even got to the point of my thought. And the point of my thought is, yeah, we're so grateful for you guys. Okay. We're so grateful. We're so grateful for you guys. And on that 
topic. I'm going to share two uh, user-submitted stories tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, are these from our Craigslist ad? One of them is, and one of them is from a fan who found us on SoundCloud. Wow. Yeah, he's that guy who messaged us to ask if he could submit. Thank you. Or he could submit. Thank you so much. Yeah, Andrew McCabe, I think. I didn't actually was. read either of these, so I'm going to hear them for the yeah, first no, time. Yeah, no, I know you I know you didn't. Yeah. Also, Andrew McCabe's was really long, so I kind of only skimmed it before thanking him and promising to read it. But, um, so I can't speak to the quality. However, the first one is good, and then I he followed up today after I told him that I would definitely share it on this week's episode and then link him to it. He, um, sent me a, a second story. Nice. So, so there's really two and a half to three stories. Excellent. Let's hear them. Okay, so this one is from a man named Peter. So let me just get, hey, get Peter. preface this by saying that, um... I had a brilliant idea really randomly around yeah. 10 a.m. a couple mornings ago, and when I'm awake is really kind of sporadic, so the hours are not, like, necessarily whatever they would be to you necessarily. Yes, 10 a.m. to you is probably, like, it's 3 a.m. to Santa. It's either 3 a.m. to me or it's, like, 6 a.m. to me. Yeah. And it's got to be one of those, but it's either one of those, and it's like a, every three days it repeats kind of situation. Okay. Anyways, that being said, I was reading the best of Craigslist. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Which incredible. 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 I highly recommend as a spiral. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I, I didn't even finish the first page, and there was so much good there shit. There was some great shit great in there. Shit in I there. did read a lot of those. They were fantastic. I'm so glad I found that. Yeah. So, because I was reading this Best of Craigslist, I had this brilliant idea to post asking for people's input into, you know, paranormal experiences they've had. And we did get some responses, so that was pretty exciting. So, I've decided to share one, of, one slash two of the stories from one of our Craigslist responses, who's really interesting. His name is Peter. He's so much to talk about. Um, so I'm going to tell this story, and I'm going to read this the way that it was submitted to me, which is from Peter's perspective. Okay. So just know that when I say I, I am in fact Peter. Peter. All right, Peter. From Craigslist. All right, Peter from Craigslist. Peter tell me your story. Tell it to me. A long hit of the pup bar. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> I went to college in Ithaca, New York. It's Cornell. Ooh. So, yeah, you went to Cornell. Okay. okay. Yeah, soft legs. <laughs> okay, bro, we get it. You're smart. My sophomore year, two of my friends, Dave and Raina, drove up to see me, and the plan was to stay overnight in my friend's Craig's house nearby. Dave and Raina would drive back the next morning. I guess they're living in New York City or something, so they're driving off. Okay. To yeah. And they're all going to stay at their mutual friend Craig's house. I guess okay. they probably went to high school together, is this context I'm getting. That night, Dave, Raina, and my friend Craig and I went to a club in town. Craig wanted to stay later than we did, so Dave, Raina, and I went back to the house after Craig gave me the keys and told me to wait up so that I could let him in. We were staying on the top, third floor, of the house, in an absent roommate's room. I was sleeping on the bed, which was in front of the window, with Dave and Raina sleeping on the floor in, on mattresses perpendicular to the bed. Okay. The room was brightly lit due to a street light about 15 feet or so right outside the window. So it was Fuck bright enough shit. to read by the window even later night. Yeah, that's how I feel about this fucking piece of shit yeah. light in this courtyard. Fuck, Fuck that light. Fuck light. It, was, it wasn't there. They had a very dim, nice orange light, and then they replaced it with goddamn fluorescent bullshit, and now it looks like daytime all the time. Anyways, I feel your pain, Peter. 
I hadn't had any alcohol or anything else at the club, which, first of all, what? Yo, what are you doing, Why did you go to a club? (laughs) (laughs) Like, for the, like, cultural enrichment? What? For the vibes. The vibes. That's not a vibe. It was a vibe is puke on my shoes. Like, that's not a vibe I'd be getting. Maybe the club is a different kind of club than what we are imagining. Maybe it's a sack club. I hadn't had any alcohol or anything else at the club, so I was awake and sitting on the bed looking out the window at what I have to assume is a streetlight. Yes. <laughs> like a moth to a flame, Like a moth Peter. to a flame, Peter. Waiting for Craig to come back, Dave and Reyna were asleep on the mattresses on the floor. I saw something out of the corner of my eye and turned around to see a tall shape in the doorway of the room. Ooh. My friend Craig was tall, so I assumed that it was him. Hey, Craig. Whispering, I asked him how he had gotten in without going through the front door and continued talking. Well, the shape moved from the doorway over to Raina, who was sleeping closest to the door. The first odd thing that stood out to me was how unnaturally smoothly the person was walking. Hmm. The image in my head was that of the motion of someone being pulled on a wheeled platform, more so than actually walking. At the time, I didn't think that much of it. I kept whispering to Craig, asking him questions about who had shown up at the club, etc. The shape then crouched <laughs> down over me. I'm me. sorry. Me, like, talking to a murderer. I'm like, like, wasted here alone. I'm like, right, bro, tell me the drums. The murderer's like, I came in here to kill you. I'm going to leave. Um... <laughs> um Okay, I kept whispering to Craig, asking him questions so he would shown up at the club, etc. The shape then crouched over Reina, but in a way that's hard to explain, almost as if their knees bent in the wrong direction. Ah! With really ah! creepy, vivid image. I like, can very much I, imagine I that. I can very much imagine it, and that alone, like, almost, like, lends veracity to this account to me. Because, like, that's an image that I wouldn't, like, think no. of. Like, oh, and he's bending backwards. Unless I was, like, intentionally trying to write a horror script. Yeah. But, like, this was a Craigslist ad that he responded to within, like, 30 minutes of it yep. being posted. So. This is some real shit, this is, guys. Like, like, I don't think you'd just come up with that unless he, like, moonlights. And we don't know anything about Peter. So maybe he is Quentin Tarantino. Like. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Hello? You have a foot. Is there feet in this story? Because there are not. Maybe he's Quentin Tarantino. Maybe he's like a. Maybe he's like. If there's no feet, it's not Quentin Tarantino. I don't know. A horror, a horror movie director is what I'm going for. Okay, well. Sam, Sam Rainier. Like, I don't know. Maybe Sam Mendes. I don't know. Okay. Maybe a horror movie director who's like just fucking with us. But like, that's a really visceral detail that I can totally imagine and that I couldn't come up with off the top of my head in necessarily yeah. 30 minutes. So that I makes me feel really you. Bad. I feel you. So by now. I'd noticed that even though I could see anyth- everything else in the room clearly, even being able to read the titles of books on shelves across the room accurately, I couldn't actually see a single detail of this person's face still talking. I'm like wondering what he's saying at this point. Maybe just nervous over the bed. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Trying to get a better look at what I'm still assuming is Craig. I lean off the side of the bed, still talking, until I should be about one foot away from the person. Oh, no. At this point, a lot of realizations hit me all at once. First, I notice that as I move closer to the person, everything else in the room gets progressively darker until I finally can't see anything at all. Uh-uh. Secondly, it hit me that Craig hadn't said a single word in response to my many since yeah. I got into the room. I sit up completely straight awake now in bed in shock. I can see everything in the room again clearly, except for this shadowy figure still leaning over Raina. A lot of things went through my head, half checklist, half shock. One, this is why people in horror movies get paralyzed. Two, am I really seeing this? Three, am I awake? Yes, I am. 
Four. Is this really something I'm seeing? Over and over again through that list. I literally can't move at this point, and I kept going back and forth between checking that I'm actually awake. My fingers are digging nail. My fingers are digging into my palms so hard I can feel the pain, but still can't stop. Ugh. So he's not sleep paralysis. Yeah. And staring at the figure. Finally, and this is literally the best idea I could come up with at the time. I decided to make a noise by hitting the window with my head. Oh. After a few false starts, because I was still paralyzed with shock for the first and only time in my life, I was able to nail the window with my head so hard that I cracked the window cell. Mm. Realizing this might have been a bad idea, I whipped my head back to check out what the figure was doing, but it was gone, and the room was now uniformly as bright as it had always been. Oof. Dave, followed by Rena, were waking up from this noise of my head hitting the window cell. It was a few minutes before I was able to somewhat hysterically tell him to turn on the lights and explain myself. Once the lights were on, I was able to tell him the story. Raina immediately went completely white, saying that she had heard me talking, briefly opened her eyes, and thought it was me leaning over <gasps> her from the side. Oh, fuck no. Those bastards, Dave and Raina, got in their car and left at 3 a.m., leaving me alone in that no! house for the Why rest of the night. keys and told him to wait up for him, had hooked up with someone and came back the next morning finding every single light in the house on and me caffeinated and bleary-eyed wide awake in the living room. Yup. I have never done drugs, I rarely drink, and I'm a very skeptical person. This experience is therefore one I will never forget and is 100% true. Oh my god. To which I respond extremely enthusiastically because that's a great story. And also, Peter, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. That's that, fucking to me, crazy. The fact that you had a checklist in your head, the fact that you noted that you were digging your fingernails yeah. into your palms, which is literally like... Yeah, you're like, I've step had, one. I've had weird, like, things that I thought were sleep paralysis, and, like, I think I've told you about my ex's yeah. place, like, the, the air conditioning unit that would, like, walk around the room. What? Like, it would sound like footsteps, and I, oh, I would yeah. be, like, paralyzed in my bed. I could move. Like, I could move. Like, I could cover myself. So I wasn't, like, asleep. Yeah. But, like, I was so fearful, and, like, yeah. I could hear it walking around. So, I understand, like what the idea of sleep paralysis is and yeah. like that is not what that is no not at all so then he told me that he had another experience that like if this was what you were looking for he would try it and oh, I was yeah. very enthusiastically so today he sent us a second experience Ooh, let's... so I, I still trust this guy so. yeah fuck yeah Peter. Peter this is also from Peter this is much shorter uh, the other experience took place about nine years ago in Chelsea New York City hey when I first moved into this apartment there was a shelf behind the toilet Gross. So I removed it. Okay. okay honestly, Fair. Peter, Peter, I fuck with you, honey. Yeah. Peter, do you want to come on the show sometime? Send, yeah. us, a, send us a message on hauntplacesquest.gmail.com. Um, he removed it. Gross. Shelf. Fine toilet. Gross. Threw away the shelf, but he kept the big masonry screws and tossed them into the vanity. Over the months, I stuck more stuff in there, I assume being the vanity, yeah. and didn't think about them again. About 11 months after that, I was in bed reading late at night, and I heard a metallic knock. Thinking something had fallen off of a wall somewhere, I walked... Did I say metallic? Yeah. 
metallic. <laughs> I, I never have good, like, immediate reading comprehension to where age I was just girls, checking to make sure that it wasn't another word that no, you didn't metallic. know how to pronounce. It's okay, cool. I just I just got, like, consumed by the no general gist of the words and couldn't pronounce. Now I'm just on the lookout. Thinking something had fallen off of a wall somewhere, I walked around the apartment and looked for anything that was out of place. Finding nothing, I went back to bed. The next morning, I went to take a shower, and I saw a big screw in the tub. I looked all over the shower, confused as to where it could have fallen from. And when I looked at it, I noticed it still had plaster on it. And noticed that plaster matched the masonry screw I had removed from the shelf. I took everything out of the vanity and found only three of the four screws I'd initially put out there. Somewhere, somehow, that, crew had, that screw had migrated out of the crowded cabinet and dropped into the sink in the middle of the night. No. <laughs> so, that again, to me, is, like, such a random, like, mundane occurrence. Yeah. I also have experienced things just like that where yeah. I'm like, how the fuck? I haven't how did been, this get there? I haven't seen that in years and I've moved twice. Yeah. Like, how the fuck is it here when I couldn't find it while packing? Like, yep. That kind of thing. So, like, that, again, I believe the account because just... It could happen to any of us, and it probably does more often than we are apt to notice. Yeah, because we're willing, willing to, and, and we're willing know? to write it off as just like whatever. We're, yeah, we're skeptical inherently, yeah. and we're looking for like cause, natural occurrence based yeah. occurrences or like explanations. Okay, so now I have one from SoundCloud, and again, I'm going to go ahead and just admit outright that I didn't necessarily read this one all the way through. Um, but here, let's go for it anyways. Is this left as a comment on our SoundCloud? No, this was a very long message by the guy who messaged asking how he could send us. Oh, yes. Remember? Cool. Okay, so this is from a user named Tommy Gunn, but he goes by Andrew McClure. So. Alright, Tommy, Andrew. As a little backstory, you know what? Karma, can you read the first paragraph while I hit my jewel? Yeah. (laughs) I've been talking for a while. Okay. This says, thank you, Miss Santa. Thank you. We do prefer to be addressed as Miss and Miss and he does, Santa he does, and Carmen. He does just use Miss Carmen later Oh, on. that's yeah. nice. Thanks. Really, we really appreciate that, Andrew. <laughs> uh, I would prefer to send these stories via SoundCloud. As a little backstory, I am almost 23. Congratulations. You are only slightly younger than us. Yes. Uh, I am originally from Soldonta, Alaska. Cool. On the Kenai Peninsula. There's people from there? Apologies if I mispronounce any of that. I've never been you, to Alaska. You mean that wasn't how you said school? I think it's Soldotna, Alaska. Soldotna. Let me see. I mean, I'm stuck at pronouncing. Soldotna, It looks like Soldotna. It kind of looks like Ken- Ukrainian. And on the Kenai Peninsula. Um, I lived there for years, but I now choose to live a more civilized life near Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I work in an Amazon warehouse. Thank you for your service. Yeah, really, honestly, you're doing God's work. Yeah. And, I mean, and you're, doing apologies. Jeff, you're doing Jeff Bezos' work, so you're not doing God's work, because that's not God. But and apologies for Jeff Bezos. We really yeah. appreciate why, what you do, Why does he look so much like a like chihuahua mixed with a Rottweiler? Why does he Send only date goths? an email at hauntedplacesquest.gmail.com. That's a thing, though. Have you, you not like, ever noticed that? Too. Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? Well, no, Jeff Bezos' like, wife of like Hella Long was not that gothic. She's a little goth, though. Okay, but like, like, that's because no, she was like, hot and, like, in her 40s and like cool. If you she should give me cool vibes. She every... could be cool vibes. I'm really happy she's the richest woman in the world. I literally like, I have a tweet about how Jeff Bezos only Mackenzie dates Bezos. goths. Okay. Like, I swear to okay. fucking God. Find it for me, but also keep telling us the story. Okay. 
So, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Tommy, Andrew. Mr. Tommy, Andrew. Andrew McClure. That's how he signed off. He's Andrew McClure. Mr. Andrew. Tommy Gunn. Mr. Tommy Andrew Gunn McClure. Yes. But, um, before this story ever took place, I would not have said that I was a disbeliever in supernatural occurrences and or haunted places because I did have a very odd and sad experience, which I will tell you in another note. We love the titular reference, If by you the way. and Miss Carmen would be interested, yes, of course we would be interested. Please tell us. Yeah, we always want to hear from you guys at hauntedplacesquest.gmail.com. It involves a very real and rather tragic house, which was haunted. However, that story is neither here. It was, in fact, there. <laughs> All right, there I got confused. That's where I stopped reading. <laughs> there being one particularly unnerving house, which I came into contact with. I then got it, and that's when I stopped reading. I was like, ah. Okay, cool. So <laughs> This sounds good. My most recent story happened about a month ago. I live in a four-bedroom, two-story house with a downstairs where we relax, watch okay, Andrew, TV. Okay, you're rich. We got it. And play music. 23? Baby, you work in finance? What are you doing? At Amazon. Oh, Amazon. oh yeah. Yes. In Michigan, also. In Michigan. In Michigan, yeah. True. Okay. Let's stop. Uh... Sorry. Do you want to go back so we can insult Andrew? No, it's too late. Okay. Well, sorry, Andrew. I actually really appreciate you telling this story. I'm just a dick and a little drunk and insulting to drunker. <laughs> can we continue? Uh, my bedroom is also downstairs, and this is where my odd story takes place. I was fast asleep in my bed on a Wednesday night. The next day being a work day. I was in an especially deep sleep when without any any apparent reason, I sat straight up in bed and went from dead asleep to wide awake. I sat up, looked around quickly, and my first waking thought was, what in the world was that noise? However, as I sat in darkness and listened, I heard nothing. After a moment, I decided to grab a drink of water, as one does when you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, uh, yeah that's the only thing to do, that or pee. Yeah, or both. Or both, probably both. So I grabbed my glass sitting beside my bed. Good call. Always have water behind your bed. Stay hydrated, everybody. Um, so this uh, Andrew grabbed the glass sitting beside his bed and quietly walked down the hall into the bathroom without turning on any lights, simply re uh, resorting to memory on how many steps it would take to get there. I didn't want to wake up my younger brother because he also works at Amazon and you guys had to work tomorrow. I understand. He walked in and to, the muffle, and to muffle the sound of the sink, closed the door until it was almost completely shut. I was standing at the sink when I suddenly became aware of the fact that I was not alone. The thought was rather startling. Uh, don't ask me how, but I was convinced that there was somebody standing on the other side of the door. A burglar? I listened some more, still heard nothing. I took a silent, deep breath, flipped on both lights, assuming that that might give me an advantage, and slowly opened the door and looked around, ready to fight. Then I saw him. Standing against the couch on the opposite wall stood an unrecognizable figure. He was the same height as me and just stood there. I found myself a bit stupefied with shock and just stared back. I then watched with growing confusion, terror, and surprise when I saw his eyes. I know this sounds like a claim which goes beyond ridiculous, but his eyes were triangular in form and the bloodiest, most horrific, most evil that you can imagine. Okay, triangular eyes? That's so weird. I'm wondering, like, what, like, were they isosceles? Are they, like, scalene? <laughs> were they acute? All right. Acute eyes? Let us know, Andrew. What kind of triangle were what, they? What were they? I'm wondering if it's, like, you know how goats have rectangular pupils? Yeah, like, maybe he's talking, uh, maybe they use different terminology out there in Alaska. 
I mean, this is in Michigan, but yes. <laughs> He's from Alaska, though. But, like, I'm wondering if, like, the pupils are triangular no, that's, or that's, if the no, eyeballs no, no. are uh, yeah. triangular. Yeah, so the eyeballs being triangular is, like, I've never seen occur. Yeah. And I don't think that... I mean, obviously, triangles are naturally occurring shapes because they are half of a, like... Like square. square or or like rectangular yeah. prism, which is the one of the most commonly occurring shapes, yeah. I guess. I mean, it's actually not naturally because that would be a strict angular, but like conceptually, like it is, and it's essentially half. That being said, like that is a strict mathematical s- structure that isn't yeah. typically followed by like organic growth, yeah, which tends to follow things like in line with the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah. And so there's, like, really only, like, certain ratios that, like, work for, like, natural organic growth. And triangular eye sockets are not one of them. Nope. That being said, goats do have somewhat triangular pupils. They have rectangular pupils. Rectangular pupils, yeah. They're, but they're, like, they look like some weird, like, they're, graphic design, they're like, so Google shit. Like, yeah. they're, they're, like, like, that, like, the iPhone edges. Like, yes. it's not, like, it's a curved knot. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we, that's crazy. Um, so... Yeah, so we don't know whether you mean sockets or... Either way, it's either way, it's, either way it's whack. Weird. It's whack and weird, yeah. All right. He made no move towards me, so I kept watching, bewildered. I then had a thought. This isn't real. I'm just tired. I reached up, closed my eyes, and rubbed my temples. Then I looked again. Okay, so again, no sleep paralysis. He's moving. Yeah. Uh, he was gone. I relaxed, blinked a few more maybe times. Maybe sleep paralysis. Maybe woke up. No, but he's literally standing and walking. Wait, I thought the guy was gone. Yeah, the guy was gone, but he literally had stood up, gone to the bathroom, oh. and then had this experience. Okay, yeah. So he's fully well, awake. Well, but maybe he was dreaming that he had. But he, but when he opens his eyes, he's still in the same place. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. Sorry. I'm oh. just trying to disprove unnecessarily here. Okay, hold up. He was gone. I relaxed, blinked a few more times, oh, and then nearly... That, that motherfucker was going to come, come back. And then nearly dropped the glass as a voice from the other side of the room screamed, You know who I am, Andrew. I'm the one who brings you fear. This is all in caps with lots of exclamation points. Oh, 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 okay. This yeah. is just and aggressive and probably your dead older brother. Uh, no one is dead. I know, I'm just, I'm joking. (laughs) Okay. This voice is difficult. That, like, uh, does that not sound like something your dead little brother would say? I'm the one who brings you fear! It definitely (laughs) does sound like something that someone's dead over. That sounds like, if if I were eight and my brother was 13 and he died, like, that sounds like what my brother would say to me. Do you have a dead brother? Send us an email. Honestly, I'm the one that you fear from beyond the grave. Send us an email. Although it didn't sound strained, it was so unbearably loud that it felt like my eardrums had burst open. Okay, is he in an apartment building? He's in a four-floor house? He's in a two-story house. Two-story house, four bedrooms. Yes, with his younger brother is also asleep there. Did his younger brother hear this? Because, like, if it was so thunderingly loud. I don't know, Santa. I haven't gone to the end of the story, and I've never read it before. (laughs) Oh, yeah, neither have I. Because you made me read it. Well, I only wanted you to read the first paragraph. I like I hit my jewel. But it's too late. It's too late, and you're doing such a good job. Although it didn't sound strained, it was so unbearably loud it felt like my, my eardrums had burst open. I gritted my teeth to stop the pain. It was so deep and so gravelly, no bass singing voice could ever replicate it. it was, I was absolutely terrified. I gathered my wits and began to pray to God calmly, telling this evil thing to leave the room and to leave me in peace since he had no rights in my house, family, mind, or body. I could feel his helpless anger at my words, and I could feel the hate radiating off of him. 
Then, just like before, when I was aware that someone Wait, was the, there... There wasn't a physical body at this point, just no. there. Okay. I was just aware, just as aware that someone had left. I opened my eyes and I looked around. I was right. I was alone again and safe. I was exhausted from the weirdness, fear, and absurdity of what I had just seen, so I walked back to my bedroom, laid down, and after a while, fell back asleep. In the morning, I talked to my mom about it. She listened carefully and told me that I must have been given a special gift by God of heightened spiritual awareness of the very uh, of the very real fact that demons do exist and they spread their fear to all they visit. It was then the whole experience with the lights and the abandoned house at 903 Madison Street all made sense when I saw them and no one else did. Okay, but you didn't tell us that story. And then he says, but I will tell you that in story in the next story. Okay, bruh. Yeah, Andrew, tell us the next story. Andrew, uh, send us the Andrew, story. Andrew, Tommy, Gunn, McClam. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the next story. Whichever of the two names you are, your account is listed to, whichever one you prefer, we're, we're not partial. We don't care about pronouns. We don't care about We names. don't care about anything. We really don't care about anything. Except for ghosts. We don't care. <laughs> Literally, that's the only thing I care about. Um, that and making money and being hot. And having a nice time and loving oh, our friends and, and family. Well, yeah, those are nice too, I guess. Yeah. And drinking wine. Drinking wine, for sure. Okay. You guys are okay about wine. Well, that was the end of the story. He, uh, Andrew McClure tells us to have a blessed day and keep up the good work. I would, well, first I of mean, all, the terrible both work. of you to assume we're doing good work. Yeah, Both actually. of you to assume when all evidence points to the contrary. It's true. That being said, we really appreciate it. We yes. really appreciate it. First of all, we shared two slash two and a half stories tonight. We had a couple others that like, <laughs> and no, I didn't read them because yeah, we didn't. So read maybe those. they were good. Maybe they were good. Maybe we'll read them next time. Maybe I'm doing this to prolong how many few stories we get from. Okay. I don't know, but we did get other stories, and if you have stories and you're somehow listening to us from Denmark, from Sweden, from, from wherever, Europe, from a farm even, even though I said those were gross earlier tonight. Preferably if you can write us in English, that's best. Yeah, but if not, honestly, write us regardless and we Do will it. muddle through, although if you, I'd be confused as to how you're listening to we us. We would be just slapping that shit straight into Google Translate. Yeah, and there's and a lot. And it will not be good. There's a lot lost in translation. Google Translate and, and, is and not a perfect also, there's sentence. a lot lost in between what's on the paper and then what we then say out loud. That is then. also true. So, so if you want to play a game of telephone with your German experience, then go ahead and email us in German. And we are gam. We'll play. We will try. Sedimentary, my dear Carmen. <laughs> right. Wait, really quickly, I want to say also... What? Something that I just thought of as you were reading kind of um, the end of the story here. I'm still thinking of the stone tape effect, because I think it's a really actually interesting preponderance. Like, I think there's no proof of it, like, literally yeah. whatsoever, and no one's even tried. But it is an no interesting ever, theory. But it's an interesting theory that, like, you know, like, has at least enough things that are true that, like, oh, like, maybe, maybe that could be a consideration that no one would ever find because it's preposterous, and maybe that's accurate. Okay. That being said, I'm actually thinking, in addition to crystals being explained by it, like, I'm thinking about, like, kids. Who, like, re-entered, like, the solosphere, like... Okay. Like, newly. And, like, how the energy they probably give out is, like, frenetic and not stable yet, and therefore they can't attach to places as easily, which is why they're able to, like, maybe see other people or, like, huh. slip through the cracks. Okay. Better, because they can, like... they're, they're, they're brand so, new. They're brand new and they're frenetic, and they're trying to figure out, like, their, like, frequency, so... Yeah. And so they're, like, just mashing all over the place. 
and like therefore they can like attune more easily to like huh. other like frequencies. I wonder if that means that people who are more malleable also have more supernatural experiences. I mean, I would definitely say that like of I don't have like the craziest or most like outspoken supernatural experiences that people don't know. However, I've had several to the point where I'm like, it would be really weird if all just this random garbage was happening to me. Mm -hmm. And I do think of myself as being a very adaptable person. Yeah. And so, like, I think that my, like, uh, but I'm also very scientific, which, shockingly, you guys wouldn't believe this, but I, <laughs> I did, in fact, do a STEM degree, and I did, in fact, research for the Smithsonian and the NIH for and a couple And Santa did, in fact, discover a new species. I did, I did. I actually am, in fact, a baby scientist, and, um... <laughs> a baby scientist? Baby, yeah, all cute, like... Um, well, I never graduated. I never went and did med school. This so. is true. Yeah. Never, then I, never then I just, Then I decided to go into tech. <laughs> <laughs> now I sell things. That's where the money is. But I'm really convincing at explaining technological ideas because I was always extremely adept at explaining complex biological ideas. Okay. Anyways. I just think it's really interesting, yeah. Like, the idea that, like, Fuck, what was I saying? Stone tape effect. Well, no, I know that part, man. But that, what was I um, children are more... Uh, Adaptable and, like, tuned in, yeah. yeah. They're, like, not new. They're, like... I'm sure your body gives it some electric charge in some way. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that, like, kids, like, moving from, like, such a, like, a state of, like, energy to utter burnout... Like, that kind of, like, energy release probably makes them, like, oh. you know? Like, because, like, they're oh. so on one end or the other huh. of the spectrum. I wonder if that's also why so, there's like, a lot of ghosts that are kids. Yeah. Because they're because so it's the same. full it's, of energy. It's either, like, you died in that place yeah. where you had that much, like, compulsion at the time. And, like, the compulsion had to go somewhere because it didn't die when your body did. Yeah. Alright. So, honestly, like the stone tape effect, I actually think, like, and honestly, like, I haven't centered it out so much. Like, I didn't, like, I said, explain it to everyone on that Reddit thread. Yeah. Um, because I was the first person to get to it who Googled it and then also figured out what it meant yeah. quickly enough to. But, um, the more I think about it, the more, like, little bits it lands into other things, like crystals. Yeah. And, like, like like, loop-based ghost, yeah, not like, and why we exciting. haven't seen any future ghosts. And why we can't see future ghosts, yeah, because it's all, like, locked into, like, the negative, which also just makes sense in terms of the energy, because, yeah. like, it's always been about energy, right? Like, yeah. it's always been about, That's like, the where, big does the, thing where does is. the hate go? Where does the anger go? That's where does true. the love yeah. go? I... So, I, I don't think, think I've said this on the podcast, but I'm gonna say it. Sorry, crap, I'm sure I'm No, it's okay. Toby the Rat died... Santa's rat. And a year to the day after he died, I had no idea, because of dates, huh? You think I sleep, first of all? You think I think about dates? No. Yeah. I think about when I have to show up for that call for work. Mm. I don't think about the date or the time. I think about what it means to me right now. So what happened? And, um, I didn't know it at the time, but a year to the date after Toby the rat died, I had an extremely vivid dream of me feeding him watermelon in my bed in D.C. And it was in my bed in D.C. I woke up, and I went on Facebook that day, and it was, like, sometime in probably August, mm -hmm. maybe July, and it was time hop 
the first thing I, like, looked at on Facebook, like, was the time I've opened up to, like, in the year to the day of, like, the picture that, like, Matt and, like, Morgan had sent me when they, like, buried Toby in flowers. Yeah. And, like, I didn't know that was coming up. Time Hop doesn't alert you prior to no. events or anything. This is, like, three years ago, too, and I still point to that as being, like, he loved me, and I loved him, and he Aww. literally waited until I died, until I came home. I'm sorry, you're really No, right. until I came home from Italy to yeah. die. Like, yeah. he literally died two days after I came Aww. home, and he had had rat cancer for a year and a half at that point. Yeah. And, like, my ex-boyfriend who was taking care of him at the time had been telling me for two and a half months that he wasn't sure he was going to make it through the week. Yeah. And Toby died two days after I got home. Aww. And that made me... That makes me think he waited for me. So, analogistically, I guess the intention of Toby wanting me to be there... Mm-hmm. Is enough energy. Was enough energy that even though his body couldn't necessarily outlast the weight, his spirit energy was so certain that it had to. And I know that's a very big, bold, like, assertion to make, and I've got no, like, evidence, but I do feel that way very strongly that, like, Toby, like, there is no way. I'm so bad with dates. Yeah. I don't know what day is of the week ever, let alone what day of the month. Let alone 365 days to the date since my pet rat died and my, like, ex-boyfriend and his roommate buried him in flowers while I was at work. And, like, I got to, like, be there for, like, you know, the ultimate, like, burial of him. But, like, they, like, told me what happened when it happened. But he waited for me. Yeah. And I truly believe, and I think I've said this about my mom before, and I think I've said this about me before, even. Like, I think, like... If it came down to it, I think I could maybe take a serial killer, like, in, like, terms of a mental, like, like, mindfuck match. Like, just in terms of playing it. But, yeah, like, what does that have to do with this? Because when you care so much to live, and this doesn't speak to anyone at all, like, because yeah. obviously accidents happen and awful things happen to people. But maybe you switch timelines and go on to, like, a different timeline wherein, like, you're still awake and alive and you keep living that one and you don't need to die in this one. But, like, I do think that, you know, like, I think Toby, like, waited. And I, I, I don't think I would have ever remembered to a year to the day then have time off remind me ever extremely vivid dream if there wasn't a fragment of him, a remnant of him, still there like either with me or in that bed or in that home or wherever it was yeah. and I do think that speaks to the stone tape theory and I think also that kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week when we were talking about birthdays and how like spirits will often appear on like birthday like their birthday or your yeah, birthday or anniversaries yeah yeah like important dates it's, it's emotional it's yeah. an emotional state which does come from energy yeah I think it's interesting too Actually, now that you say, like, birthdays, when we were talking earlier about, like, you know, my West Virginia experience, like, sort of the effect in terms of, like, one of the big things I said about hauntings in America, some of the, like, heaviest, most haunted places in America are places where the Revolutionary War, where the Civil War were fought, where, like, you know, like, Native American, like, settlements were, like, slaughtered. Yeah. And it all comes from this place of trauma and, like, hatred and violence. Yeah. Which is obviously a negative emotional 
bonds. It would be interesting to look at the geology of the given locations. Yeah. It would be, actually. Maybe I'll do... I wonder if there's a map of, like... If not, we could literally just do that. Because that's, that's like... pose a map of the most haunted places over the different kinds of rocks that make up the we, geography? We literally could just look at the hundred most haunted places in the United States, and then we could look at the, like underlying rock formations and we could probably we should let's do that. we should do that because we should do that's that. literally what i do for my job all day is like i do I test like data let's check out the data. so yeah i did do a seven degree bitch fuck with me um yeah so like that literally is something that i could do i literally have an ongoing spreadsheet where i just track hazard prices in like new york neighborhoods because yeah. i like love data all right let's do it so right, but yeah you heard it here first uh we're gonna check out the yeah. rocks oh, we're gonna become parageologists i guess that's a thing yeah. now <laughs> that's gonna be the name of this episode right. carmen honestly we should just cut it here because we should yeah. talk about this idea well, let's let's be done okay all right i'm santa and i'm carmen and we are parageologists <laughs> in charge of Looking for supernatural occurrences and haunted places quest. Bye. Goodbye. Geodes forever.